powerful show today. I'm joined by Graham Allen, Turning Point Faith contributor. You guys all know Graham. As two veterans deliver a Veterans Day response to the Biden regime and everything that they've been up to lately. But first, I want to remind you that if you want to see me and Graham in person, along with Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, the great Tim Poole, Mike Lindell, Lauren Chen, Candace Owens, I'm told that Governor-elect Kerry Lake will be there here in Phoenix, Arizona, this December 17th to the 20th. You go, pick out your phone, and go to amfest.com. That's A-M-F-E-S-T dot com and utilize promo code POSO for 25% off your tickets. Go there, secure your tickets, do it now. See us there. Let's get into it. First, we've made incredible progress advancing America's economic recovery. We've wound down pandemic relief programs like the ones on unemployment insurance and small businesses. It's time we do the same thing for student loans. Student loan payment pause is going to end. It's going to end December 30. I'm extending to December 31st, 2022, and it's going to end at that time. It's time for the payments to resume. Second, my campaign for president, I made a commitment I made a commitment that would provide student debt relief. And I'm honoring that commitment today. Using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. In addition, students who come from low-income families, which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced $20,000. Both of these targeted actions are for families who need it the most. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is 11-11-2022, Anno Domini. Today is Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to everybody out there. That was Joe Biden. That was your president a couple of months ago talking about this great student loan program and he was going to take care of everything. Everything was going to be fine. All the Zoomers were loving this. I'm going to wipe out your debt. I'm going to get rid of all of it. But actually, it turns out that's not what's happening because a federal judge just came in and blocked the thing because we knew from the start that it was completely unconstitutional. So guess what? No refunds. You will be paying all of your student loans back. Completely insane. And of course, we find this out just the day after election day. So to help me break all this down, I wanted to bring on as today's special guest host, you know him, I know him, your mother knows him, Graham Allen, TPUSA faith contributor. (laughs) Your mother and your father and your father. (laughs) Every day it's like your grandparents know him, you know, all this stuff. Uh, Real quick before we get into Biden, I had the best worst five-star review of the show I've ever had in my life. Tell me about it. What is I read it? it. I read it the other day and it's basically like, I've been listening to you since I was in middle school and now I'm 23 years old voting and, and I'm buying your book. And I'm Whoa. just sitting there going, oh, that's no, the that's, that's no, no, no. Heard. Somebody's messing with you. That can't be real. No, that that's a troll. <laughs> Somebody's just messing with you. That can't be right. No way, man. Oh man. Speaking <laughs> of people that are getting old, let's go back to, to Joe Biden. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I actually made a tweet about this as soon as I found out about it. Um, 
they knew the entire time that this was unconstitutional. It was never going to work. They knew this. Like, like, like they knew. Now, you can't post this on. And we all said it. On, we all said it. Yeah, you can post it on Twitter right now, but you can't put this on Facebook or anything like that because they'll fact check you, right? Because, you know. Oh, you're not yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but everybody knew it was unconstitutional. Everybody knew it was going to get struck down in court. This was a equivalent of a 2020, you know, uh, promise of a stimulus check and all this other kind That's of right. things, right? Yeah, I mean, it was exactly to buy. Right. It was to buy vote to buy votes. And and what's even worse this time is this is something that can't even be delivered upon. Not not only was this stimulus check a false security blanket like you know a thousand bucks is going to help you six months later after you haven't paid your bills because you can't go to work uh but well that by, it, by the way that that a thousand dollars thanks to inflation is now maybe what like 500 bucks because you've already lost half of it while it was in transit on its way to you because yep. the inflation's already eaten it up yeah and guess what so for people who actually pay taxes if you did receive any of those incentives, guess what? It made your taxes go up this year <laughs> because you had to pay more in taxes in it uh, because they show where, I, you know, I have I have my employees come up to me and all this stuff and they show where, you know, you got these uh, like child tax credit benefits and all this other stimulus payments and stuff. And then, yeah, they turn around and go, oh, well, you got all this extra money. So your tax bill is going to be higher this year. This is what they always do. It, it, it's back to the Bernie Sanders. Uh, we're going to have free health care. By raising your taxes, <laughs> you know, this is the same thing they do. Over right. They, they say if you like the uh, you know, if you like the quality of your health care, if you like the quality of your education, just wait till it's free. Just yeah. wait till it's free. And a then you wait exactly. what you get. But when I look at this, though, it it also strikes out to me as so this is something where and, and conservatives need to confront this because we're looking at Zoomers as a voting block. But you've also got millennials as a voting block. And millennials also are a generation that, yep. by and large, not myself personally, I don't know about your situation, I never had student debt. I've never gone into it. I never did the student loans. Just wasn't something. I did scholarships, never had to go. But I know I have a lot of friends who had this issue because we were told during that financial crisis, hey, the market's falling out. Just go back to school. Just get more school and you'll be more competitive. Just get more school and you'll be more yep. competitive. And people just saddled on these loans, saddled on these loans. But, but. The millennial voting block, and we're seeing this in these exit polls, they're becoming actually more conservative because they're finally starting to have families. They're finally starting to buy houses. They're getting more disposable income. Did you know, according to this last piece, there's only a two-point difference now between conservatives and liberals in the millennial voting block? Did not know that. I knew that it was getting close. I, I, I didn't know that. I know that Gen Z is where we have a really but big Gen Z issue, is the issue. Going on. Yeah. Yeah, Gen Z's, uh, Gen Z's a huge issue. My my question is, as we get to the end of this part here, is is when is when are American citizens going to stop falling for the same hook, line, and sinker? Yes, every single time. Every time they dangle a little bit of a carrot, which is normally money, in front of you, it is just like like blinders and and everybody just does exactly what they want them to do every time and i don't know how much more people like me people like yourself can scream from the rooftops as much as social media will let us that this is what's going to happen and literally how long ago was that clip three months ago two yeah. months ago yeah and Already now done. here we are yeah now here we are proven right they keep playing the same line over and over and over 
But one of the things that we do also talk about a lot here is the need for a parallel economy, the need for a new system so that we can get away from that old system, actually change the way the marketplace works. And here's why. Because woke corporations, they're trying to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values. It's time for change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why Human Events Daily is proud to partner with Public Square. They are the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses that our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Now, whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against the COVID mandates, or a bank that would never, ever cancel you for your political values, Public Square is your guide. Super easy. Download the Public Square app. It is free. Apple App Store. Google Play, create your account, begin the search. You can also, if you have a business, you can list your own business on there so your community can find you today. And by the way, they are going to be offering a lot more. So make sure to get in on Public Square right now because when these new features come out, I think you're all going to be very excited. Stay tuned. Be right back. More with Graham Allen. To announce the arrest of Yuyin Yu, who is a chief executive officer of Canic Corporation in Michigan, in connection with the theft of personal data of Los Angeles County election workers. My Bureau of Investigation took you into custody today with the assistance of police from the Meridian Township in Michigan. The investigators have been conducting searches of his home and other Koenig locations in Michigan. At issue here is the theft of personal identifying information of election workers in Los Angeles County. This information is not, I repeat, it is not related to election material or voter information. So we had this situation that got really bad. This guy, Eugene Yu, L.A. arrests him says that he was stealing election worker information. And they didn't mention in that clip there, but what he was doing was he was storing it on servers in China, in the People's Republic of China, that we know are just every server in China, if they want it, is completely infiltrated by the Chinese Communist Party and their Ministry of State Security, the MSS. This had been an issue that a lot of people like Catherine Engelbrecht had called out for. Catherine Engelbrecht, by the way, who's currently behind bars because she refuses to name a source in a civil case, not a criminal case, a civil case. So she's locked up for going after this guy. He gets arrested, but here's what's amazing. The charges have just been dropped. The charges on Eugene Yu were dropped by this Soros-backed Los Angeles DA just one day after the election in 2022. And I look at this and, and Graham, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but man, I look at this and it seems to me like this whole thing was just a, another cheap election ploy to say, look, we care about the integrity of our elections. We care about our integrity of systems and we're going to do something about it. We're going to arrest this guy. We're going to go after him. We're going to tie him to the Chinese Communist Party. And then right before the election, right before everybody votes, you go and make this big case and stand up there and wow, this is amazing. But I remember, I remember looking at this and saying, Los Angeles? Really? 
Those are the yeah. guys that are going to do something. Yeah. I, that's yeah. not exactly that's where I thought point, we were right going to get an arrest out. And then the Charger dropped one day later. I say, oh, okay, there it is. Now I get yeah. it. I think, yeah, I think yeah. the whole thing was a dog and pony show from day one. What are your thoughts? No, I mean, yeah, you, you nailed it. I mean, L.A. is the key thing. I mean, what, what, what do we really expect? I, you know, at this point, uh, Jack, I'm like, why not? Sure, of course. Of course, you know, of course, of course, that's exactly what happened. You know, I think it's important to describe. I think a lot of people think that people like yourself, I mean, as much as you're out there doing the good work, getting the thing out there, I think it's important for people to know that we get frustrated too. Like stuff like this is the type of stuff that 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 everybody has gut check moments. And these are moments where we just sit back and go, oh my gosh, you know, what in the world is going on? Is anything that we're doing, actually doing anything. Right. California yes. is one of those states where I'm like you. It's time for everybody just to get out. It, you know, it's time for everybody to get out of California, Oregon, get out of these big, big cities, blue cities, get out of these major blue states, because I, I do. I, I believe that um, I don't know if California, especially L.A., can be saved. Well, I mean, it's actually like it's it's like the end of you ever watch that movie? Um you ever watch that old Jack Nicholson movie, uh, Chinatown from, yeah. from years ago that went there like, and he's like, I don't understand. I understand. We, we, we figured out everything. We cleaned up the corruption. He's just going to walk away. And then, and he's, he's about to run after the guy at the very end of the film. And he's like, forget it, Jack. It's Chinatown. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's, Chinatown. it's like, forget it, Jack. Forget it, Graham. It's California. Forget it. It's LA. I mean, California, this past election, I'm going to say this past election, there's a lot of conservatives out there. All right. They were able to do some stuff. But at the same time, when you, when you talk about these large scale things, like the governorship, uh, LA County, I mean, the corruption that's in there, something that I think a lot of people don't understand. And look, Graham, today's Veterans Day, you're a veteran, I'm a veteran. Uh, for, for folks that have, have served, it, it, it is something when you come back and you look at our public officials, and I don't think we really appreciate that the, that the public officials in the United States are some of the most corrupt in the entire country. Now, certainly I'm talking about Los Angeles County here in California, so you, can, you, you, you can't throw a dart into a crowd there without finding a corrupt official. But you see this across every major city in the entire United States has this kind of public corruption. And in some countries, it actually doesn't exist like this. And I don't think people, I don't think people that haven't spent much time outside of the country actually realize that. No, no. I, I mean, the, the, the thing I'm, I actually said this on my show today and uh, that the biggest thing that I'm most grateful for, I'm not a big showy veteran guy. You know, I, I don't walk around and be, Oh, I'm a vet. You know, it's just not me. There's some, there's some guys that are kind of like those professional veterans, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah, 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 there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. Yeah, right. But I, I, I don't try to do that either. People bring yeah, it up. But, I said, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, you. but, but, you know, going to these other countries, going, going Iraq, going all these things, you know, the biggest thing, even, even in its most most horrible situations here in America of which I believe we're finding ourselves in right now. You know, I'm so thankful for the fact that we have the ability to have these arguments and have these frustrations right. and all this stuff. That's true. Um, and again, you know, you have the freedom in America 
to see what's going on in these places like California, New York, Oregon, Washington, uh, state and all the above. You have the freedom and the ability to get out of these places, make decisions for your family because there's corruptions, there's lies. They do not care about you <laughs> like all of these things. And, and, and I just, I am, I'm kind of at the point where, you know, these people need to get out. They need to fortify the cities and the states that actually need to be fortified for conservative values uh, that will further America in the right direction. Well, you uh, want to, I mean, a great example of that is, is this past election, Florida goes bright red. Why is that? Cause all the conservatives just moved there moved during there. the lockdowns in 20, in 2020, they moved down and I guess you had a great governor, but at the same time people were fleeing. I think conservatives mm -hmm. by and large were fleeing Pennsylvania, New York, Absolutely. Ohio, some of these yep. huge lockdown state, Michigan. And they said, look, I'm going to Florida. I'm just going to, I knew I wanted to go to Florida eventually. You know what? Forget about it. I can't wait until I'm old. It's time. I want to go when I can enjoy it. I'm going to go to Florida right now. I think that I think yeah. that's a big, big thing that happened. And and you're seeing that across the country. And I do think, though, that conservatives as a movement also need to get smart about that and, you know, move to red states, make them redder. I like that. Move to purple states, make them purpler. You know, I like that at the same time, though. Conservatives have to understand that this isn't about any just one state. We're talking about the entire country, a national movement. And we want to, by the way, a country that's working for everybody. I don't want crime in any blue city either because I want all Americans to be able to live free of that. I want all Americans to be able to get a good education, not get shot when you're on your way to school like we're seeing in Philadelphia or like in Temple University. There was a, a, a hostage situation with a Temple student at the school that I went to in North Philly. So I don't want that. I know we don't want that. We may just have a little difference of opinion than the Soros prosecutors. Come right back. I will do all that I can to not allow a single uh, one more of my brothers and sisters in uniform to be used in a war being waged on false pretenses or to put their lives at risk unnecessarily in another regime change war. When you say false pretenses, though, U.S. officials determined that Assad did use these chemical weapons against his own people. You Didn't on... we hear that about Iraq? Right. We heard that from U.S. officials. We heard that from our Secretary of State. We heard that from people you, in though, the U.N. You sit on the Homeland Security Committee. You sit on the Foreign Affairs Committee in Congress. You take in information sure. from U.S. officials. Do you believe that information when you receive it? It's not a matter of, well, do you believe? Do I sit there and believe what someone's telling me on face value? No. And it's, it's the responsibility that I feel I have to my fellow Americans, to my brothers and sisters in uniform to not accept anything at face value and to always dig for the truth. I appreciate what she has to say there. You know, Tulsi Gabbard, she's, she's a liberal. She's, she comes from a different political background than me, but I appreciate what she has to say there. I, I don't trust what the federal officials tell me at face value. And I think we should always question that, especially, by the way, if we're sending people into combat. And Graham, I just got, we, we're doing the show prep today. You know, we're looking at, going out there, looking at what's happening. There is another new base that the United States that our forces, um, this, is, this is an army operation that they're establishing up there in northern Syria. It's, it's outside some, of course, outside the oil fields in northern Syria. And I, I'm looking at this and I hear what Tulsi says. And I'm like, what exactly is the operation? What is the mission? Because you heard that Vice News, by the way, it's very interesting. Vice News is questioning the person who's questioned. How dare you question the government? 
right? How dare you question the government? It's like, wait, aren't you vice news? Aren't you the ones who are supposed yeah. to be, you're the ones who are supposed to be questioning the government, not backing up the government. It, the whole thing, and, and we've got bases in Syria. So are we trying to take out Assad? Are we trying to take out ISIS? Graham, as a veteran, and today's Veterans Day, uh, does it make sense for us to still this long into it after, look, we saw what just happened in Afghanistan. Okay. We saw what just happened there. And this idea of us being the world police going out and conducting more combat operations, having guys in the sandbox, which honestly, I don't even think most Americans realize that we have combat troops in Syria right now, which obviously not at the, you know, not at the invitation of Assad. Uh, so when, what, what's your take on that whole situation and actually even get into what, what Tulsi said and that, that interaction there? Yeah. So, I mean, Jack, you have so much more intel into everything uh, than I did, man. I I was just a, I was just a boots on the ground kind of guy. I, you know, I was a PFC kind of thing in the war. Uh, But, but what I will tell you is this is, you know, the conversations I have with fellow veterans now uh, the, the, the short answer to your first question is I have no idea what we're doing. I, I tell everybody all the time. Someone asked me the other day, you know, would you, uh, would you want your children to join the military? You know, and I'm live and, you know, giving a speech in this thing. And yeah, I really had to think about that for a minute. And I said, you know, honestly, probably not right this second, the way the military is being run, uh, all this stuff, because it's not the same. We have a lot of military veterans right now. Uh, veterans that signed up the same time me and you did at the height of the wars, all this other kind of stuff. We did that because we we were the type of people that believed in something bigger than ourselves. That's right. And now, you know, you mentioned it, the horrendous, horrendous ending to Afghanistan. And you have so many veterans now that are just asking the question, what was all of that for? What was so much time of my life? What, why did I see my brothers die? What, you know, all of these things. I, I personally have had two friends uh, in the past four months that have uh, become a part of the 22 a day, uh, took wow. their own life. And, and they were wow. successful guys. And, and it's just out of nowhere. And, yeah, and I know, I know people, I, I, I know people who have been affected by the burn pits very badly. I know, yep. I know somebody I have who, asthma from the burn pits. I know someone who has been, yeah, I'll, I'll just put it this way. You know, I don't want to get into personal stuff, but was, was almost one of the 22, put it that way. And it's, it's crazy, right? It's absolutely insane. And so what I hear when Tulsi's saying is she's coming from a perspective of thinking about the people. Of thinking yep. about the people who are sitting there and saying, look, like, like I'm not even going to argue right now whether or not you think, well, is Assad a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, let's not even have that conversation. The conversation should be, is it worth our people, the sons and daughters of this country, going through another thing like that if all we're going to end up with is another Afghanistan, another Kabul airport after 20 years, 20 yeah years of it. Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you right now, when I get that question these days, I'll tell you exactly what I say. I say, yeah, join the military, go right ahead. But uh, pick a job that you want to get when you come out. So Mm -hmm. if you want to go in, go do like IT, 
go, um, you know, CT, go for so CT in the Navy is crypto technology. So like cybersecurity, one of these jobs, get Gogan, get the training, have them pay for it, have them pay for school, do all your stuff. Uh, if you're in college, go to ROTC, big, big supporter of ROTC. I think ROTC is a great idea. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, one of these other positions, you know, I, I just say, look at it that way. Just look at it that way as don't a means to an it, end. Don't do what I did. Don't, don't do what I did. <laughs> I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say, I didn't put words in your it mouth. It contributes nothing when you get out <laughs> at, at all. Yeah, I, I think, I think, you know, we, we actually got Tulsi coming on the show uh, in the next couple of weeks to talk about. Oh, congrats. About That's great. That, that, that she's been going on. Um, but, but I think at the end of the day, what well, here and, and, and Graham, we're getting towards the end, but, but let people know where, so where, when, for your Tulsi interview, where can people go to follow it? Where can yeah. people get to you and then finish your point? Yeah. So, uh, it's just, uh, dear America podcast, Graham Allen, dear America podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, that is, that is our main show these days with all the censorship. That's where we have the real conversations. So go, uh, as Charlie would say, hit that subscribe button, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. But, but last to the point real quick, and I know you, I know you got to go is, is I truly believe in the purpose of the military is to defend America. Yes. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, these are real human beings that are having to foresee horrors that nobody will ever truly understand. And, and yeah, I think it's a very relevant question and a, and a obligatory question that needs to be asked that these are not just pawns that should be just thrown anywhere for whatever reason, the political gain of, of, of strategic maneuvering or however right. it, these are real yeah. people. Yeah. Somebody's making money on it. Graham Allen. Thank you so much. The podcast is dear America. And I'll, I'll throw, even throw this out there. If you want to go and look, go, go download the telegram app. Go type in the word Ukraine and go look at the pictures and videos that are coming out of there. That's war. That's real war. So if you want people to go through that and go into combat, go and do it. But at the same time, at the same time, I, I do have to say thank you. I have to say thank you to Graham. Thank you to all veterans, especially combat veterans, for being willing, for being willing to do that, to stand up for their family, for your family, for our family, for all of our families because that's why we thank veterans on Veterans Day. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.